Welcome to the Next Level Business Podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking to take their business and wealth to the next level. We are live. Welcome to the Next Level Business Podcast. It's your boy Josh here today. We have Shane Mara and legendary Reyes, the entrepreneur, <laughs> local legend yeah. on the oh, West man. Coast. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, it's our pleasure, man. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. So today, uh, me and Reyes, have, we did a YouTube video a couple of months ago on the photo boot business, and we really hit it off. Uh, a lot of people have actually uh, found us through them. And, uh, you know, people really relate to you. You know, you're really transparent. Uh, you know, no fake, you know what I mean? No fake, no ego, that kind of stuff. And that's kind of what, you know, draw me to you and, you know, to reach out to you and connect with you and stuff like that. So uh, we're, we're excited to have you on here. We know you've been through a, a rough journey. Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch all of it, but I just saw some of the, the, the clips from, uh, were you staying in your car at one point? At one point, man, I yeah. did, and it sucked. <laughs> so, yeah, we want to cover all of that today. We want to cover from, uh, you know, starting from the beginning, because we're all about humble be- beginnings, you know. Yeah, myself, Shane, you know, we all started from nothing and, and built where we are today. And so uh, we'd like for you to cover that. Um, you can just maybe just give a introduction about yourself and then kind of start from the beginning on what happened, how you got there, and, and uh, the journey. All right. So my name is Rez Entrepreneur. have a YouTube channel where I teach people how to start different businesses. And honestly, how I got into YouTube, it's uh, it's interesting, man, because I went to high school. I went to some college. But when I was 25, I wasn't doing much with my life. I was working at Burger King, renting a room for my brother in an apartment. I didn't have anything going on. And I'm like, you know what? I want to do something different with my life. But what? And I heard this quote that stuck with me to this day. Do what you love and the money will follow. So I then I had to start thinking, what do I love? Well, I love teaching. How am I going to teach? Well, I could start a YouTube channel to teach people. And I was like, but what am I going to teach them? I have no money. I have no business. Well, the only thing I know, how to survive with the struggle because you saw me being homeless in my car. That was for a video series and really to challenge myself to see how far I could go. But that wasn't the first time I was homeless. The first time, you know, family issues and it was a real low moment in my life. But once I decided I wanted to do YouTube, I'm in my first video, sleeping in my car, right? And I'm like, oh, it's going to go viral, millions of views. Nothing, bro. But here's the thing. Even though that was failure, what I saw and realized was I really enjoyed making content that could potentially help and motivate people. And I've been doing YouTube ever since, man. I'm about to be on my sixth year already. And I've been doing it full time for the last three years. What which was uh what was the first video that that actually like kind of took off for you? The shirts, which oh, was about a year and a half after I started my YouTube channel. Yeah. And that's one of the lessons I learned about YouTube 
that you could put a lot of work, effects, time into a video, but it really needs to be focused on a topic that people were interested in. And t-shirts, people were interested in that topic, and that gave me my first real bump into making it into my full-time income. Got it. And uh, how old were you at the time uh, when, so when you were like doing a car video, when you were in the car? 25 25 and now did you post those videos after the after you made it successful or you you did that or you did it like while you were still living in the car while i was doing it but so i could get the experience of making videos as quickly as possible and i kind of like not knowing the outcome in my videos it makes it exciting for me am i gonna survive am i gonna get towed you know stick around to find out next <laughs> i like that mm-hmm. undercover billionaire you there you go next, boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so um you you're, you're you're living out of your car you want to teach you find out that that's what you like to do you pick youtube as your uh platform then you start making the videos, uh, and did you start off with t-shirts or what other like endeavors did you try to to show first? The easy hustles, collecting cans, selling chocolate bars, little stuff like that. Because I was just getting my feet wet on mm-hmm. what kind of content I really wanted to make. And then after getting pretty much nowhere for like a year, I'm like, you know what? Let me document me starting a t-shirt business again. For the fourth time. But this time, let me document it. And that's what really took me from a few hundred to 10, 20,000 subscribers. Okay, and the t-shirt. Yeah. I got you. Uh, so you, you're documenting along the way. You're uploading. You're learning uh, YouTube as you go. And you do the, the, the t-shirt business. So what, what failed, uh, you think, the first time, the first three times with the t-shirt business? So was that I was really inexperienced and I didn't have a way to learn a mentor. I didn't even have a computer at home, so no internet access. So I didn't have somebody there inspiring me, motivating me. I didn't, ha- I didn't have a way to find more knowledge about business. Well, I could have went to the library and this and that. But like I said, I wasn't highly motivated. I knew I wanted to start something. Yeah. I just didn't know how. And of course, first time I quit was because I wasn't serious. The second time I quit was because I was serious, but I wasn't growing. The third time I quit, I grew it I, and I did it for a year. I was selling stickers on eBay mm-hmm. until I got caught and I got banned for life <laughs> on eBay and that's the third time I quit. And the fourth time, I told myself, you know what? Let me do this as legitly as possible and document it. See how far I could grow it. And I did it full time for about six months. And that's when I jumped into YouTube. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people try to, uh, when they start something, like what's the cheapest way I can go? You know, Do I need to pay sales tax? Do I need to set up an LLC? Do I need a bank account? I just do everything cash and say, you know, save this and save that. And then it backfires on them. And later on when, you know, it actually starts going well and they have to go back and clean up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And Ray, as you hit something on the head right there, and that's, that's honestly why we do this podcast is, you know, I know when I got started, I didn't have any mentors either. And, and I can look back and Josh has told the same story. 
we waste years by not having mentors, right? Mm -hmm. Not just weeks, not days, not months. We waste years by not having mentors. And because of that, you start in the hole and it takes so much longer to do that. So that's what, that's what we're all about, man, is, is the mastermind concept where it's just kind of the collection of, uh, of wisdom and ideas and strategy. And, and, you know, what we love about this is sharing the failures, right? Being transparent about the failures, but then sharing some successes you have too, and enjoying both of those and people chew on that wisdom. So that's, that's what I, I love about what you do, man. All the side hustles that you're showing people to do. And that's what, that's that's honestly how I uh, I got to know Josh. Uh, we had a mastermind group, but he does the same thing. He teaches people how to be entrepreneurs. And so I love that you said that it's just more about the money, right? Mm-hmm. It's about what you get to do to help other people. So right. do you ever get any good feedback of like people, uh, you know, giving you uh, notes or emails talking about how you changed their life or you got them started in something? Oh, I get those every now and then. And th- that's why I do it. Even even there's people that I know that are too shy or embarrassed to message me. But just knowing there's people out there watching my videos. And I try providing knowledge on every video. And that's what keeps me motivated, to be honest. Not really the views or the money, but just knowing I'm helping people. Reyes, were you born here? Yeah, yeah, I was, but no. So I was born here. Yeah. But then I went to go live in Mexico for my first nine years, okay. and then I came back. But I'm a U.S. citizen, bro. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm texting with the with the popo right now. Did one of everybody? I was just here with you. Nah, because I'm an immigrant too. You know, like I moved here when I was young as well. Mm. You know, so it's always good to hear that that story. You want to share a little bit about that, like growing up you know, in an immigrant family and some of the mindset that that comes with? You know what, man? My mom, single parent, raised four of us by herself. And honestly, I I still remember this. It wasn't a dream. I remember being in Mexico and my mom complaining. I was a little kid complaining that she couldn't pay the bills, that she's struggling. So I got the little newspaper and I started looking for ways of making money. It didn't go anywhere, but I feel like that was the seed that I needed to go into entrepreneurship. But yeah, man, my mom made it happen. Uh, The hardworking money management, I learned everything from her. And honestly, she's the one, she's the only one that gave me the confidence I needed to keep going. Because you know how I told you I failed the t-shirt business three times. Mm -hmm. Well, that was only a t-shirt business, bro. I've tried dozens of things that didn't work. And of course, my friends, my siblings, hey, go get a real job. Hey, you're just wasting your money. But my mom, do what you love. Go ahead, do it. And that's it, man. She gave me all the confidence I needed to keep going. Nice. Mm-hmm. Great and, uh, story, man. Love that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that, that, that fire comes from somewhere, you know, and yeah. that, that's a good story. That's a good, uh, you know, where, thanks for sharing that, you know, where you come from. Mm-hmm. What's, what's one of the strangest side hustles you've done? One of the strangest side uh, hustles. Out of, the, out of the blue or something unique. You know what, man? Strangest? Nothing that weird because I pretty much know what type of content I'm looking for. Yeah. And I'm not looking for anything sketchy or anything like that. Yeah. But, uh. 
the the sketchiest one, which was actually a video I had to take down after an hour of uploading it, was some entrepreneurs. There they resell medical supplies like diabetic test strips. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of that before? I saw that video. Yeah, I saw that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only only a couple people saw it, yeah. but uh, that was the sketchiest one for sure. Because we, we have to drive. And people who are getting free diabetic test strips, they're kind of living in low-income properties and this and that, you know? So it was kind of sketchy in itself. Yeah. But that's the sketchiest <laughs> ride-along I've ever done. Yeah. Oh, one. I'm not going to say who, all right? So don't ask me. But one, he, he actually had a gun in the car for protection. Okay. And I'm like, what am I getting myself into over here? But luckily, nothing happened. But yeah, man. That, that's cool. So yeah, just, one of the things Texas, about everybody rides around with guns, man. <laughs> yeah, Texas. Yeah. What was that, that, Shane? Actually do the side hustles yourself. I like so, that. Like if I do it? No, no, no. One of the things I do like is that you do those side oh. hustles yourself. You're not just interviewing people about it. You're actually out there doing it yourself. I try, man. I try. And I wish I could do more. But the thing with YouTube, you constantly have to keep uploading to be more promoted, be relevant. And I don't know if you guys know, those side hustles, they take months or years to be successful. So that's why I've only done a couple. But right now, I just hired two part-time employees. So hopefully give me more free time to start new hustles. Because that's what I really like. I love trying new things, but I have a family. I have a business. So it's all about managing my time. Gotcha. Yeah, so um, when you started doing the t-shirt business, then YouTube, you started YouTube and started taking off at that point. Um how do you find new ideas for, for videos and stuff like that, uh, side hustles? Trying them out, seeing what's popular, seeing, like, for example, the the next thing that gave me my big jump to YouTube was the vending machine content. So the t-shirt content gave me a little bump. But the vending machine content took me to 200,000 subscribers in a matter of months because wow. it was popular content. Yeah. But... Sooner or later, content dies out. So the next, where I'm at right now, is finding that next piece of content that's going to take me to the next level. But of course, to do that, just like in business, you have to try different things until you find something that works. And that's where I'm at right now. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. um, where do you get inspiration from? Where do you draw inspiration from? Other YouTubers. Other YouTubers who are hustling, yeah. uh, making it happen, trying to grow. But what I really get inspired by is seeing other people who are more successful than me. Because that's kind of like the goal now. I'm trying to catch up to them. And I don't wish them anything. I, I honestly wish them they will have more success. So that way I could have something to chase them after, you know. They hit a million, I want a million. They hit 10 million, oh bro, I I'm going right there behind you. Yeah, you'll be there right there. I can see that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, tell us about hitting, getting that plaque. In the, uh, I know you got a, the 100,000 plaque on there. That's yeah. my next goal for our channel, uh, mm -hmm. for the Boats. Uh, so tell me about that experience. 
You know what, man? I got it when I hit 250,000. So you got to bug them. Because if you don't bug them, it's like a girl, bro. If you don't hit them up, they're not going to hit you up. <laughs> so as soon as you hit 100,000, go yeah. figure out how you could send them uh, uh, YouTuber creator support. Oh, okay. That way they could review your channel. And then you got it, bro. But I love it, man. But now. You know, you know, entrepreneurs, we set one goal yeah. and when we hit it, we set another one. Right. So hopefully I, I have the, the gold plaque, hopefully this year, but we'll see. We'll see. What, what's what is it called? Is it a million? A million. Yep. Hey. Uh, yeah. This year. All right, so so here, here's a question. I, I've heard you say free 99 knowledge over and over again. I even looked that up. I thought it might be an urban dictionary term. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a Reyes term and what does that mean? So it is a raised term, but just letting you know, I got it from a drunk guy when I was doing YouTube. Me and the homies went over to his dad's, and his dad's homies were drinking in the garage. And they're like, hey, you want a beer? I'm, I was over 21. And I'm like, yeah, sure. How much? You know, pay him back. He goes, free 99. And I looked at him, and I'm like, did I hear you right? And ever since, and it's always been in my mind. And the free 99 knowledge comes from, look, I don't tell anybody how to spread their knowledge, a course, ebook, consulting. Everybody get their money however they can. But me personally, I found out that to make myself different, and that's one thing about YouTube, you have to figure out what makes you different. And me, from the get-go, I told myself and my audience, I'm never going to charge for knowledge. I'm not going to make a course. I'm not going to get an ebook. Of course, go buy it if you want it. But me, I'm going to try providing as much knowledge for free as possible. And the reason behind that is because I knew when I was growing up and I wanted to learn, most of the only ways to learn was through a course online. And me, I didn't have $100, $200 to invest on a course. And I just didn't like that. And I told myself, there's a kid out there who's not making any money. But I'm going to provide the knowledge because I feel the only way to really help people is by providing knowledge. And that's that's my whole mission, to help as many people become financially independent as possible with free 99 knowledge. That's my mission in life. I love that, man. And I do believe, I believe we are put here on this planet to help others. And you see even the coldest dudes around, when they start to help people, they love it. They light up. Mm -hmm. And so I do believe that when you help people, it always comes back to you. It always oh, yeah. comes back to you twofold, threefold, tenfold. So keep doing what you're doing, man. I, I, I love what you're all about. And I love hearing the story and the heart behind your channel and what you do. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. I think, you're, I think your audience will love listening to that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, too, many, yeah, yeah. too many times YouTubers, you get wrapped up in what they're doing, but you don't know who they really are as people. Mm -hmm. And so you sharing what you're doing right now, I think will be will be good for them to listen to. Mm -hmm. All right. So I got to tell you, I've got a 14 year old kid. I told you this before we popped on. He's about to turn 15. And I think he came out with it this year about uh, five ways teenagers make money. All right. That one yes. spoke to me. Cause my kids already got a little side hustle going on. And so as soon as I saw that, I sent it to him and he loved that video. So, uh, my thing is, I think you need to do a part two to that series. So, so Keep here's the going. thing. I love that. Hey man, I'll, I'll do it. But here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. I'm going to be honest. 
YouTube for me, at the end of the day, it's a business. So I really have to focus on content that's going to get a lot of views. So that was kind of like a trial. That's how I try new content to see if it hits or not. I upload it, see how it does. And if it hit, if it does above average, I keep doing it. But if it doesn't, hey, I tried. I got to go to another thing. Because like I said, at the end of the day, if a YouTube... And I invest hundreds of dollars on a, on videos. So if it, I'm not getting my return of investment back, business-wise, I need to go try something that's going to make me more money. And for example, the ride-along content... That's my bread and butter that's making me a great return on my investment. So that's why I continue that. But I'm still looking for new stuff. <laughs> what is average for you? When you say if a video is not above average, what's that number? Thir between 30,000 and 50,000 within the first two days. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So there, there's some videos that don't do that. And hey, it happens. But there's videos that do, like the ATM machine trucking, vending, and those are the type of content I have to make more of. Gotcha. All right. So I was glued to your video. You got one video that I saw had 3 million hits. Yep. And that is the one where you're talking about how much money you made on a $1 million video. I was on the edge of my seat, man. So uh, <laughs> go into what you actually make, if you don't mind. Yeah. On, on a video like that for a million dollar video. So here's the thing. A million viewed video is kind of like hitting a home run when you're playing baseball. It's not going to happen every time. When it happens, it's the best. But don't go batting expecting to hit a home run every time as long as you get on base. But a million viewed video, that video made me about five to $6,000. And it was only a five minute video. And it's still making me money to this day. Like, all my popular videos, they still make me money. Yeah, that's what I like about the, the YouTube uh, business model, too. On the back end, is like, you just do it one time and, and you make residual on it. But you do you put in a lot of work. You know what I mean? No. A lot of people, like, I know, like, even when we did our interview, like, you know, you, you're like, bro, do two cameras, separate mics, audio. And then, you, you know, you even took time to edit everything. Not mm -hmm. a lot of people do that. Uh, you know, you put a lot of time and effort and it shows, you know, and it, it's different compared to what uh, others are doing. So, yeah. Thank that, you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations on doing that, man. A lot of people don't put that effort in, you know, and uh, it's it's nice to see that, like, you're getting rewarded for it, you know, even yeah. though it takes some time, but, you know, what doesn't yeah. take time to build, you know? Exactly, man. Mm -hmm. So uh, investments, I know you do uh, videos on stocks um, and stuff like that. What, what are some of the investments that you're involved in and uh, can just share some of that? What do you like to do? Okay. Well, first of all, my biggest investment, my business, yeah. this is, I don't work from home anymore. I rented an office. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, I hired two part-time employees to help me out. I got them in the office right now. One's oh. an editor and the other one's a graphic designer because, uh, because now, now that I have help and actually room to grow a business, I'm trying to grow new streams for revenue. For example, I created two new YouTube channels, and those are growing. Also, I started, what else did I do? Oh, I'm starting a t-shirt business again. So I invested in equipment, 
And yeah. of course, my graphic designer is going to help me with the t-shirt fulfillment. I'm working on designs. right. I just bought new designs today. Going to start posting them. Another investment I got is uh, stocks, of course, you know. And I only invest in two stocks. <laughs> and I'm doing it for the long run this time. And what else? That's well, it. That's all I... What's your two huh? stocks? What's your two oh. stocks? Tesla and Roku. The... The reason why I picked Tesla is because I want to get a Tesla soon. So, you know, and I feel like they're the pioneers and they're going to grow. But, you know, you know. And then Roku, I have two Roku TVs at home. So I know they're good stuff. That's it, man. I'll be honest, though. I'm not really big into the whole finance, stocks, this and that. But I'm getting my feet wet and I'm learning with experience. Right. Mm-hmm. I like how open you are about that. You know, a lot of people you ask them, they're like, "Oh yeah, do this because of that." And you know, they don't really have the experience, you know, doing it. And yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's a it's a good thing to add to your toolbox, like with yeah. your education, because a lot of people are not even invested in that. You know, and like I regret not starting, you know, ten years ago and just taking a little off the top. You know, like yeah. I always had a job if I put like ten percent away of my paycheck, you know, and put it in Tesla, or Apple, or some mm-hmm. big massive company, you know, would have been sitting nicely right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I like that. What about real estate? What's your thoughts on that? Like, you know what, man? Funny. I didn't want to mention it because I don't like mentioning stuff that I don't got in the works. Right. But right. we actually got a meeting with a lender in Texas because I'm tr- trying to get a house over there. And come on through, baby. We got you, bro. Covered. Hey, man, I'm going to be there February 21st to the 25th. I already got you in for a ride along, all right? Hey, man, you know we're down. So Shane Shane is a banker in Texas. He's been, That's what he does. He did that for 20 years. So he helped me out, man. I can hook you up, bro. Hey, man, we'll, we'll talk after this. But, yeah, uh, we, we have a meeting with a lender. I want to get a property just to get my feet wet. But that's my first property. And, of course, eventually... I want to do something with it. I still don't know what I want to do. If I want to flip it or I want to rent it out or the Airbnb model, Mm -hmm. we'll see. But this is kind of me. I'm really big. I'm just getting my feet wet on things. I don't like jumping into stuff that I don't have a lot of experience in. So I love getting my feet wet, taking my time with it. But yeah, man, hopefully I have a house by August and then uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. So you'll be making more trips out here, man. Are you moving? You planning on moving out here? That's where me and my girl are going. We're gonna go look at houses. Come on through, man. All, right, bro. all the time, no problem. We got houses yeah. all over for sale. We got too much land over here. <laughs> hey, hey, man. They say they say the best time to buy is where when there's the dip. And right now, real estate, you know, it's kind of like I, I think the interest rates went yeah. down a lot. Yeah, then Shane said so, this is the lowest you've ever seen in twenty years. Lowest I've ever seen. Yeah. Yep. He's so, I, just, I just locked on a house, 2.75 fixed for 30 years. I couldn't believe it. When, when the guy told me on the phone, I'm like, you, you don't, you're not saying that right. You mean, you mean it's an arm, right? And it's just a teaser rate at 275. He goes, no, no, no. That's, that's your rate for 30 years. I'm like, all right, sign me up, bro. Let's do it. There you go, man. There you go. Hey, hopefully I get some low interest rates as well. We got you, man. We got you covered. I'll I'll put in a good word at the bank. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Yeah. So I was watching, uh, I watched like uh, Beheza, 
you know, mm-hmm. one of them, yeah, he, he brought, you know, his property and he kind of logged the whole thing. And I have a few properties myself and he kind of inspired me to, to kind of do that. I think that would be, that would be cool to watch you kind of go through and, and go through the whole process, you know, cause we ain't afraid to get our hands dirty, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Hey, we got to put crime molding, you know, I've laid floor before in, in my, one of my properties and stuff like that. So yeah, mm. that's, that'll be, that'll be fun. It'll be a fun journey to, to do that. Um, yeah. And I want to piggyback on what, what uh, Josh was saying, you know, this podcast is all about business, real estate and uh, stocks, those three pillars. And I can tell you, anytime I took time off from any of the three, I always regretted it. So the first thing I got into was real estate and I was hard at it, man, for about eight years. And then I got into the banking side and then I started chasing business because I had a business mentor at that point. He showed me how to buy business. Right. And so I abandoned real estate and it was it was it was one of the worst ideas I ever had abandoning the real estate. I should have kept the real estate going in addition to learning business. And so then I started chasing business for about five or six years. And then, but I, I actually started in stocks and I abandoned stocks too. And I regret that. So anytime I abandoned one of those three asset classes, I always regretted it. So, you know, we kind of believe that all three, you need to be doing those actively at all times. And, and you know what? I relate to that hundred percent because the reason it took me so long to blow up on YouTube was because, for example, I took a six month break off YouTube to focus on my T-shirt business. Mm. And even though I was I grew my T-shirt business, just like you mentioned, Shane, I should have done YouTube at the same time, because when you stop working on something, it stops producing results. And I regret it because when I came back into YouTube after that six month break, it was like starting all over again. And I regretted it. But. Lesson learned. Yeah. And, and we're all still learning, man. That's what we're here on this show doing is we're talking about our failures mm-hmm. and here's some of the successes that we have. So that's uh, that's just one of those things. All right. Here's another question for you. What do the next five years look like for you, man? I know you've got a growth mindset. And you want to grow. But what, what do the next five look like? You know what, Shane? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a five-year plan because I'm looking at, the, at this year. This is my main focus. Don't get me wrong. Five years. Multimillionaire, of course. You know, hopefully we all get there. But this year, my main focus is building new streams of revenue. I've had three streams of revenue the last two years. And don't get me wrong, they've been supporting my family. I make great money. But now I got to take it to the next level. The next level podcast, bro. (laughs) And right now I'm working on building Right now, right now, 11 new streams of revenue. But, of course, I'm, st- I'm starting little by little, little by little. But th- th- that's my goal this year. I would love a million dollars in in the in making a million dollars this year. And then, um, honestly, man, but to be honest, the reason I don't have a five-year plan, because I'm really, really happy of where I'm at in life. I'm doing what I love. I'm... I'm I love teaching. Like I, w- I did this for free for two and a half years and I would continue to do it for free without getting YouTube ad revenue. Luckily, YouTube picked up, but I'm doing what I love. My family's healthy. I make enough to support my family, invest, enjoy life. That's another thing that a lot of people feel, I feel, don't get a chance to do, which is you work hard for your money and it's great. Save it, invest it. But you got, I got kids, you know, so I want to enjoy life, create those memories with them. But 
That's where I'm at right now in life. It couldn't be better, man. I've never been this good. I remember laying down in bed, struggling because I couldn't pay rent that was due in a couple of days. And now my biggest worry, bro, is getting my blood sugar down. That's my biggest worry. You know what's funny? I had the same conversation with my wife. I'm a little bit older than you guys. I wish I wasn't, but I am. But I was just talking to her about, about how this is the best time I've ever had in life. And one of those reasons why is just it's that growth mindset, right? It's it's the hope for the future. It's putting in the time, the energy, the effort, but actually seeing those results, mm-hmm. knowing that you're right where you need to be. You're helping others grow. You're reaching your full potential. And that's that's all we're called to be. But I was just having that same conversation. I was like, maybe what we need to do is make sure we stay healthy. Yes. <laughs> we need to cut out all the crap. And we need to eat right this year and yeah. we need to stay fit because everything else is taking care of itself. Yeah. You, you know, you're absolutely right. That's it. Honestly, that's mine and my girl's biggest issue, just getting healthier. Because there's no point in having so much money if you can't enjoy it because of your health. So, but like, you know, uh, I'll be honest, though. I still have my little pizzas every now and then. I have my coffee, but I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Nice. As long as you keep trying, that that's what that's what counts. That's what counts. Mm-hmm. We had to try YouTube for five years to blow up, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I blew up after the two and a half years. All right, so all right. two and a half years in. All right, so we need two and a half years of trying it. Yeah. So, uh, young Reyes, would people have said that you were destined for success or what? Like- no, <laughs> no, I was the laziest person you've ever met. <laughs> And I would, I used to be that guy that had a million ideas, yeah. but never made any happen okay. for whatever reason. But uh, you know what I mean? I feel like everything happens for a reason. And life at one point just kicked my ass. And I was at rock bottom. This was before YouTube. Nobody knows about this. Only a few people know about this. But life kicked me in the ass, kicked me down, spit on me. I didn't know how I was going to get up. But the only thing I knew I had to do was change my mindset. And I remember I was working at Taco Bell and minimum wage. I I had stopped going to college to focus on entrepreneurship, but nothing was working. And I got in a fight with my brother and he kicked me out. And I slept in the Taco Bell parking lot for two days. And I re- I was blaming the world, you know? My brother, my environment, my my this and that. But I really had to look at myself and realize I put myself in this situation. I'm the reason I'm right here. That I don't got money saved. That I don't have a good job. And I told myself I'm never going to depend on anybody or on any source of income ever again. And like that, bro, it was like a light switch turned on. And I was like, I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure I never go through the struggle like this. At the end of that year, I had $10,000 saved. And I made a video about it. Working two jobs and doing eBay on the side. And I was killing myself. But that's how hungry and driven I was to make sure I knew how to work hard so I didn't depend on anybody ever again. And that was the last time I let life pretty much determine my life. I'm like, nah, I'm going to be good. I'm going to have money in the bank. And even if I lose everything today, like if I lost everything today, I already know I'm going to work my ass off from this point forward to get back on top. Because, bro, I 
fell so many times. And but here's the thing. Like the like Rocky said, I don't know if it was him, but it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down. It only matters how many times you get back up. And that's it. That's all I did, bro. Every time I got knocked down, I found a way to get back up. I've got chills over here almost listening to that. So I know you're going to inspire a ton of people with that story, man. Good work. Yeah. Good Thank work. you, man. Thank you. I've been practicing in the mirror and in the shower a lot. It's working, <laughs> baby. Keep doing it. Yeah. Nice, man. Um, any parting words for people? I know that was that was a lot that you uh, uncovered and very motivational because a lot of people have excuses. You know, a lot of people have excuses. And you could have made an excuse that night in the parking lot. And I could have made an excuse and Shane could have made excuses. We could all make excuses, but you can't deposit excuses, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, that's a good one right there. That's a good one. <laughs> so, yeah, I like that that mindset. So from the, yeah. from the sound of it, it's like, uh, you know, mindset was a big uh, factor in, in doing the change. Now, did you come up with this on yourself or were you like listen from audiobooks or see like, how did you, where did you come up with this idea? Like, I'm going to make a change and I'm, I'm done with this because sometimes so, you need inspiration. Yeah. So one of the things I'm really proud about myself is that I'm an improviser. When something doesn't work, I try to figure out what works. Like teaching. I'm yeah. teaching somebody. I like to figure out why they're not getting it and how can I do it differently so they could get it. Right. And that's how I've always viewed things. And that's why I feel I'm a great teacher because I'm able to analyze the situation. And right there, I'm like, what can I do different than that's going to provide me a better life? And I didn't know working hard was going to be my ticket to being successful until I made it happen. Once I saved the $10,000, which I thought was, a, you know, when you're barely, you're working minimum wage, you don't have any money. $10,000 seems like a million dollars. And then I told myself, well, if I accomplish $10,000, what's stopping me from hitting a hundred thousand or half a million, a million. So that, that right there, it gave me the confidence to continue following my dream because I already had proven success. And that's it, man. But you just got to start with the right mindset. Honestly, it's more mindset than anything else to be successful. And, and you believed in yourself. That's what I love. You know, a lot of people, mm. they don't believe in themselves. That's why they don't invest. That's why they don't, you know, mm. um, you know move forward or execute. Yeah. So, and thank God for moms, right? That always believe in us when nobody else does. Shout out to mom, man. What's her name? Manuela. Manuela. Shout out to Manuela for yeah for putting making you who you are and and yeah. the struggle. You know, like our, our parents have a lot to do with it. You know, my parents yeah. also you know moved us here from another country on the other side of the world. You know, we came here with two bags, so I know the struggle and uh, mm-hmm. I respect it. I respect it a lot. So. um any parting words, Shane, Reyes, that you want to leave? We'll, we'll go ahead and wrap up today. They covered a lot. Well, actually, why don't you tell people uh, your social media channels and stuff? Hey, Reyes Entrepreneur, you want to see different ways of making money on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm thinking about jumping on TikTok, man. You guys on TikTok? <laughs> I don't know, man. We're too old for that, dog. Come on. I'm well, I, hey, bro, but let me tell you, man. Lately, there's been a lot of people sharing how much they make on TikTok. Yeah. They make more than I make on YouTube. Oh. And 
It's recycled content. Like I would just take the same exact content I make on YouTube yeah. and format it to TikTok. Yeah. Like, what, you think I'm going to be over there doing dancings and all that? Nah, bro, nah. Hey, we're going to have a dance-off when you come to Texas. Dance-off with Ray That's what's up. That's what's up. You know how to shuffle? You know how to shuffle? Bro, I don't even know how to do anything, man. I don't even know how to two-step over here. Oh, man. You better shout a Dougie if you come to Texas, baby. Dang. All right, bro. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> We'll make it happen. Cool. Well, uh, Shane, anything else? Hey, Reyes, I just want to say, sir, you are a true inspiration, man. And you are living the American dream. You're teaching other people. You're doing what you love. You're passionate about it. And keep doing it, man. Keep going. Hey, thank you so much, man. Hey, it was a pleasure meeting you, Shane. Thank you, Reyes. You, yeah. mind, brother. you inspire me all the time, bro. I got to step up my YouTube. So I'm going to tell you that. You inspire mm-hmm. me. I know a lot of people. And if uh, if you guys want to inspire, give Reyes a little motivation. He puts a lot of work in, into all this stuff. And it's a lot of work. I don't even know how you do it, bro. Honestly, the ride-alongs and going to states and all that stuff, that's a lot of work, bro. I mean, Here's the thing. Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. Something I learned. <laughs> it's not work if you love it. And I love it, bro. I love traveling. I love meeting new people. I love learning. Yeah. So honestly, bro. It's like a vacate. My my family don't go with me, you know. So it's just me <laughs> chilling, chilling. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Well, sounds good, man. We'll put your links in the bottom, uh, guys. If you enjoyed that, feel free to comment, leave us a review on the podcast. Uh, we got some couple of comments on here. Great episode, guys. Great job, Reyes. I feel your passion. All right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. Next level business podcast. Take care. See you, bro.